It's Survivor's Friendly Fire Show, episode 219, for the midpoint of November 2022. Uh, Happy birthday to my mother, whose birthday is on Remembrance Day, and it's really easy to remember uh, because of that. It's also probably like a sort of somber day otherwise, so a bit weird, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Hi, Tamalyn. Hope, Hope you're enjoying your age. Hi, Ben. Uh, You're Ben Salter. Sorry, I'm Steve Wright. You're Ben Salter. I'm really bad at this. Welcome. Happy birthday to Steve's mom. We need to be more uplifting than that. Good on her. Another year. Uh, And we're back. We're here again. Feels like we've never left. It feels like we never left. It's a busy time in games right now, Steve. There's so much going on. There's games to play. You've been playing a lot. You've been playing The Chant, which is... You can read your review right now. We couldn't read it last week, but it's on the site now. It's good. It's... It's uh, the first from Brass Token, which is a new Canadian studio. It's their first game. It's uh, for random reasons. I thought it was going to be like Supermassive's The Quarry or The Dark Pictures, which is also there's a new one coming out in like a week or less. Um, It's nothing like that. It's more like a survival horror game, third person in like the Resident Evil kind of vein, um, but relies upon a lot of weird insanity style things like eternal darkness on gamecube which is like Ooh. an underrated gem so uh it's really yeah that should it's, it's there's a lot of good about it there's a lot of like rough edges around it where i think that it's it's worth your time and it's worth playing but i think the next game from brass token will be far better uh it's also relatively short i think i finished the first playthrough under five hours there's an achievement for finishing okay. under four and I did my second playthrough in two and a half. So... Well, it sounds good. You sold me. Short game. <laughs> Interesting to play. Stories all over the okay, shop, yeah. but like the mechanics and stuff are, are fairly good. Um, read the review. Check it out. We, we don't talk about games for too long if we haven't both played them. So uh, hmm. sort of on that vein, because I still haven't gotten around to it. Uh, game Pass and the PS5, both... Both current-gen consoles have just introduced Return to Monkey Island uh, in what is undoubtedly the shortest console exclusivity period ever. So take that, Switch people. Well, now you can play it. I mean, it's a very good game. I gave it a 9. I recommend you play it. You don't need to have played the first two games. You might as well. They're on... Well, they might be on Game Pass. I don't think they are actually, but they're they're backwards compatible. So easy way to play the special editions. Or they're super cheap on Steam. Uh, weirdly enough, they're not on Switch, so you couldn't have played the first two games on Switch. But for that brief, what two months, one month, you could play just the third game on Switch. Anyhow, doesn't matter. It's now on all platforms. So I did. I played it on PC, one of the few games because it was one of the only options. Because it would work. PC, it runs fine. <laughs> it works great. Uh, but I did. I dabbled briefly with the controller to see how it works, and that was all there. So, which kind of makes me wonder why they didn't just launch and everything. I think that was just a small studio; they weren't ready to get it on every platform. Terrible toy. Uh, maybe box. they. It they was did, only like um, thirty-five bucks. So, okay. Question: Would you? Would you now that it's on Game Pass and it's free for you? Mm. Free air quotes because of your subscription. Will you? Will you play it on Xbox for the achievements? I will play it. So there's two modes. There's like a normal and a hard. And I played normal to uh, get it done for review. I'll probably play the harder mode. The hard is just the puzzles are a bit more elaborate. What you need to do is a bit more out there. 
I think it's still got that help system in that it's kind of a step-by-step in the first hint is super vague and the next one is slightly more detailed. And eventually it's just like, go do this thing, which is what the older games don't have. Like I think they do have a hint system, but not to that degree. Super good. Like you can't really get stuck unless you, and you don't have to use that at all. You can totally ignore it. My point being, I think it would make the hard mode, which I didn't have time for, bearable because there's going to be some stuff which is just totally out there, which doesn't make any sense. And you could, like, no sane person could ever figure out that's classic Monkey Island. And then the normal mode doesn't really have that. It's more logical puzzles. You still don't think about them. But yes, I think I'd play the harder mode having played it once. I wouldn't recommend that mode as your first playthrough. Mm. Um, unless you use a guide, which there will be absolutely like well, 50 million the, of them. You don't, but there's no fun you in don't that. Need to because the, the in game hint is like better than any guide. It just kind of crumb feed to little tidbits until it tells you what to do. Now, I'm not sure if Monkey Island 1 or 2 on Xbox 360 are on Game Pass or not, but I went, because you've been talking about it for months now. I went back and I had one yeah. of them and I had to buy the other one. And I'm not sure if I already bought the other or if it was part of Game Pass, but I have both of them. I'm uh, currently Maybe. collecting pirate insults in the original Monkey Island. Yes. Um, it's really good, though. So I'm, uh, I'm keen to play those two and then go to third. Um, I was kind of waiting for it to get on Xbox. I thought I had more time, but this is, this is the time frame is, get is escalated quickly. Uh, if you haven't mm. played Thimbleweed Park, you absolutely should. It's a terrible toy box game. It's very like Twin Peaks in inspired, which of course is right up my alley. Um, but it's that kind of point and click um, style adventure, just like with weird quirky humor. And I think you would enjoy it. And it's, I don't think it's on game pass or anything, but it's relatively cheap by this point on uh, mm. your platform of choice. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. <sighs> We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the the huge system seller of, of this week, God of War Ragnarok, uh, as we won't get into. Uh, it's a it's a post-launch thing from us, so uh, we're, we're jumping into it. That's good. This week. We will, we'll, ta- we'll have we'll thoughts on it soonish. We'll give you guys, the listeners, time to play it so that when we chat about it, you've played it as well. That's what we're going to do here. So we'll be maybe next week or maybe the week after. We'll be, we'll be, maybe even the week after that, we'll be chatting God of War. We want to play a big solid chunk and maybe give it a good chunk of podcast. Yes. Not that we used to do years ago a spoiler cast. I don't think we're going to do spoiler cast level. But we might give it like a good 80% of the podcast spoiler free. Yeah. I'm also in Indonesia the last two weeks of November, so I'm going to have to figure out what we do. I think I can just take stuff with me and pretend I have good internet. We'll figure it out. Um, otherwise, you we'll can just maybe do a solo podcast talking to yourself about God of War spoilers or not. We'll figure Spoiler it out. Spoiler free chat with myself. Could be good. I can just do it. It's like the driving to work thoughts of what I think of God of War, like just the nonsense that you think of on the train or the bus. Well, that's what people want. There you go. I rather that. enjoyed the first one. I'm very excited about the second one. Not not your solo hmm. podcast. I mean, God of War. Um, so keen to to check it out and uh, and talk to you about it and see what other people think as well. Uh, hmm. But we can't say anything yet because, like, literally, we can't see anything yet. There's there's we're in. It's impossible. So uh, let's talk about things that we can discuss. That was a horrible segue. Uh, let's talk about Capcom's recent ish Resident Evil Four remake reveal. Uh, where we actually got some proper gameplay and chainsaws well, it's and good. Ashley and Leon's hair. It's just so dreamy. <sighs> hmm. 
Uh, sorry, I, I got distracted. Uh, what what did you think of, of what we saw? Perfect, basically. So I want them to essentially take the mechanics of Resident Evil 2, keep the bits of Resident Evil 4 that you don't want to update to ruin it and kind of keep the vibe, but make it all less brown. Like Resident Evil 4, looking back now, it's all too brown. And I think they've they've addressed that. It looks good. It still has that weird... Like Resident Evil 4 has a certain vibe about it, about the the enemies when that like first guy kind of screamed and Leon's trying to figure out, oh, what's wrong with that guy? Like these aren't zombies or whatever. Like it, it seems to have captured that whole spirit. It looks like it's kind of got it, but maybe they've modernized it a little bit, but not too much. Like it needs some of that clunk. Um, <laughs> and he, the fact that Leon can can shoot and walk at the same time, like that's going to change things quite a lot, but it still, it looks a little bit awkward still, which is what you need in this type of game. So uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm super pumped for it. It looks like everything I expected and probably the one I was most worried about in that we've played so many versions of Resident Evil 4. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, it's not the same. Like, it's a remake and it's an overhaul, but it's not as old as the other games are and it's not as big of a leap. Like, Resident Evil 2 to Resident Evil 2 Remake, totally different game. It's still similar. Um, and I think that it's a super fine line and I think they're right on that line. Like, I think they've nailed it. Yeah. Um, I guess the thing that I'm most concerned about is that the, and it's, it's in two remake, three, three remake village and RE7 is that they're all, all the, the protagonists of those games are rookie cops or civilians or Ethan, who's mm. ultra civilian. So you can run and shoot, but like when you want to shoot, you're better off planting your feet and like you have to wait for the cursor to kind of like zero in on what you're shooting at. And that's kind of the balance between tank controls and running and shooting. And it makes sense. But if you're like Leon Kennedy, who's now like working for the president, I want that to be a little bit less. Like I want him to feel like the, like not, he's not the boulder, boulder punching Chris Redfield action hero. But like, I want him to feel more capable than Leon mm. in Resident Evil Two, if that makes sense. And giving him a knife to like stop a chainsaw doesn't cover that. I want him to be more agile, and I want the shots to feel a little bit easier to pull off. Because the thing about these new Resident Evil games is that you have to be very precise, and like stopping and shooting a zombie that's slowly coming at you is different than like the Ganados like running at you in a village. So. If they can find that balance, if that makes sense, I'll be very happy. Uh, but everything I saw looks like just impeccable. I'm I'm so very excited for this game. And so, where do they go from here? The rumor is uh, Code Veronica will be the next remake, but they've kind of said, yeah, maybe. But that's also what they said about Resident Evil Three and Resident Evil Four. So that <laughs> makes me think, yes, definitely. I uh, well, I just it feels different though. Like this is like I guess maybe if you want it, and people have been clamoring for that remake for years. Um, mm. Theoretically, the, the the fan base, the real core fan base, which I I begrudgingly am part of, uh, would have wanted the Code Veronica remake before RE5 or RE4. Sorry, because that's where it sits in the timeline. And I think Capcom is more just like now we want you know we've got six and seven and eight and we've put out one and two and three and four four we'll do four maybe they'll do resident evil five first i hope they don't because fives i don't think five needs think a remake that's... i don't think four really needs a remake i think code veronica does no it doesn't but it, i don't think it's, it's gonna uh, happen it, 
Not to get into our big discussion of when do things need a remake, I think it's very close to Resident Evil 4 and not necessarily needing it. But having said that, what they've kind of they've come up with an archetype for Resident Evil remakes, and it it's not that. So I think it it does fit it enough. I'm not sure that five does. I think five moved or went more action heavy, and I think it was a bit more modern in movement because it was in the HD era. I think that's the maybe that's the line. Like Resident Evil 4 was originally an SD game that's just been overhauled. So many times, like Marge Simpson's dress. Like you can play it on your fridge, surely, at this point. Yeah. That's it. And the, the thing that I'm not sure why they haven't done, and maybe they'll do it eventually, is Resident Evil 1 hasn't really had a proper remake. Like, it had its its GameCube remake, but that was only a few years after the PS1 game, and that's them being given a HD remaster. Oh. And it's it plays well, but, like, a full remake of that would make sense, surely. Well, yeah. Like, it, it, it it's... Almost the remake to have defined what remakes are, depending on when mm-hmm. you're looking at how this works. Like it was a, like completely, it, it wasn't this, it wasn't different in terms of mechanics changed. It was still, uh, you know, solid static camera angles and, and they added a whole bunch of stuff to it, but like just looked so much better than the first. It wasn't just like yeah. up skins or something. It was like, no, we went and redid all this, like a proper remake, not remaster. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I like the DNA of Resident Evil has changed so much. It's kind of like that's the last tenuous like grasp on what it was for people who were sort of getting into it. And I know that it would be very jarring to play that and then the new RE2 and the new RE3 because it's a completely different thing. But like that's that's yeah. the roots of this entire franchise come from that. And I think that should be celebrated to some extent. But also I wouldn't mind a re remake <laughs> of re yeah i get what you're saying it's a, it's keeping that roots of the how the original games played and what they were meant to be but on the flip side is if you were getting into resident evil now i think you skip it i think it's just too different it's too hard to get into it you better off just going straight to two watch uh, watch some gameplay oh like uh, yeah yeah i i, so the I story tend to agree as much as it pains me to say but yeah. then in the same I was going to say you like if you're if you're super dead set on this franchise and you love it but you you're you're relatively new to it and you've played the RE2 and the RE3 and you're excited for RE4 like Code Veronica is one of the better older versions of this franchise it was um first released to Dreamcast it was the first RE game that was like fully 3D rendered so it wasn't just like uh rendered backgrounds that you sort of walk through and they try to get the the geometry right it was like everything was properly physically in the environment um decent decent story that they expanded for for code veronica x introducing one of the uh long time long time series villains uh but yeah it, it tank controls and and the like so it'd be very hard to get into that game after playing two and three which means it should get remade. So if it should get remade, so should the first one. So my argument is moot. Look, I think they'll do them all. They seem to sell really well and they're relatively easy to make from the sense that they can do them in about 18 months. So I think they will do them all. Well, like I'll tell you what, 15-year-old me was like, I need to find out what happens next in this this expansive epic about these nobody's versus umbrella and then re4 came out 
back in the day and was like, oh, Umbrella's done. Don't worry about it. And like, that was, that was yeah. the whole story I was wanting to have resolved and they resolved it off screen. So I, uh, I've changed my ways. I... I don't really care about those kind of narrative arcs anymore in video games. I just appreciate the gameplay. I started with uh, Resident Evil 4. So when I eventually heard about this umbrella, I'm like, what is this? This is not Resident Evil. <laughs> you so mean Tricell, don't you? Was it Tricell? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, speaking of first games in series, which no one has played, or it's too hard to play now, I should say, The Witcher 1 is getting a remake, full remake. So that's one of the many Witcher games we'd spoke about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, one of them turned out to be a remake of the first game, and I don't know how you play this. I think if you wanted to play it right now, not the remake, you'd be playing it on PC only. Like the second game's on Xbox and PS3, maybe. The Witcher Enhanced uh, the Edition, one, I think, is free right now. So mm -hmm. If you're on PC, uh, download God right. Galaxy, GOG, good old games, Galaxy, and I think it's still free. I already owned it, so I couldn't check to make sure it was still a valid uh, offer. But if it, even if it's not, I think it's yeah. like five bucks anyway, so... Um, it's decidedly not The Witcher 3 in terms of gameplay and mechanics and everything else. So I guess I'm assuming that they'll kind of Witcher 3 this one, or will they kind of keep the... It's almost like an RTS of sorts, the original Witcher. It's I, very, very different. And I don't I think it's going to stay like doing, that. I assume they're going to make it more like Witcher 3, way more accessible. Uh, I don't know much about it, to be honest but I would think it's using some of the core original story, which is somewhat being lost in that it's in this hard to access only on certain download platforms on PC. So no one really plays it. Uh, it makes sense to remake it. Yeah. Well, and it's not, it's not, a, it's, it's a CD project red published game. Well, I guess mm. maybe not depending on where you are in the world. I think it'll be a Bandai Namco one in Australia for the relationship that they have but anyway that's beside the point um it's it's a third party game from fool's theory i think they're called it's one of the two that they announced in this giant roadmap that were external developers uh i think it was co-named yes cat canis majoris um oh yeah so it's cool i guess yeah, like it's not cd project red doing it it's a, it's a, a side thing so cool it's using unreal engine okay. 5 it's in it's like the same stuff that they're using to build the new witcher game or the new witcher trilogy i guess so like seems like a win i don't have any bad thoughts about yeah, it it's 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 one of the many remakes uh but yeah i think that's one that makes sense one that's much smaller on the scale but it's, it's an interesting one is age of empires 2 which is a remaster and the new game 4 or newer game finally coming to xbox the point here is more, why did these take so long to get to Xbox when Microsoft were very much, you can play on PC and Xbox whenever you want. And then they came out with stuff, mainly one of their big franchises in Age of Empires being like, now that's PC only. Is it just because it takes, like surely someone of the scale of Microsoft can throw enough money at this to get an Xbox version quicker than this? Well, I tried to ask, so back when I went to London in 2019, Shannon Loftus of World's Edge, she's now retired. She was like heading Age of Empires 4. And mm. even then, or they were about to, I can't remember, Xbox consoles had keyboard and mouse support or were about to have keyboard and mouse yeah. support. And like everything they build is in that play anywhere architecture because it wasn't, or was it Game Pass at the time? I can't remember. You get where I'm going with this. Like, so why don't you take this game and at least put it on Xbox? And make people play with a keyboard and mouse if you can't map controller. 
And I like, I don't think she really had an answer to be honest. That was anything that I accepted. Um, so cool. It's, it's like, it's good, I guess. And you'll have proper controller support or you can just slap a keyboard and mouse on and just play like hmm. you're on a PC. So like good in the end, but I'm not sure why it took so long. I don't get why it's like, even if it's, I get why they kind of have to say that if you're on Xbox, you need to have controller support. Like that makes sense to me, but surely they could just, it's not going to take if like someone the scale of Microsoft long to add that feature in. It's not going to take them years. And you look at and things like Civ not great, or or the Sims yeah. that have controller support. So like that's how you map whatever you need to do on the keyboard and mouse. Like it's just someone has to do it, mm. and it shouldn't have take. It shouldn't have been what three, four years in the making to do it. Three, two. I think three. a lot of people. It, yeah, it, a lot of people won't play these now because they feel like old games, and it's old games coming to Game Pass. Oh yeah, if these had launched in it. It would have been much more exciting. Hopefully, this is kind of the end of games that are on one platform or the other. Uh, now, they're more true to their word that you can play on PC or Xbox day one, no matter what the franchise. Yeah, well, uh, like even another... Ge- Gears Tactics, like how th- that was a yeah. staggered release, but only took months. So let's just make yeah, it... Not a fan of the staggered release. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the last remake or remaster, it's not even a remake or remaster. It's just like an up-resing uh fallout 4 gets yeah. a current gen update uh next year next yeah next year? year weird to announce it so early hmm. do we need this no <laughs> fallout 4 was I okay with like, play fallout 3 yeah 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 don't play well, 76 fallout 3 should get some more love. don't <laughs> play 76 at least all those other games we just spoke about are like full remakes going to be sold at maximum price uh, this one is just free. If you've got the game already, you get to play a better version of it. I don't think that's ever a bad thing. Like That's always good if they want to do that. I imagine this is because Bethesda only have so many games and they're going to be sitting on Game Pass forever uh, and they want to just kind of have some of them having an Xbox Series XS logo on them uh, yeah. and playing well. And if you're on PlayStation, you'll get the upgrade as well. I imagine if you wanted to play this, you've played it already. And it might, it might get some people excited for Starfield or something. Like, here's the general idea of how this is going to work, except it's not in space. Yeah. yeah, certainly not excited for Fallout 5. That's going to be some time away. I'm not even excited for Elder Scrolls 5. If I'm four? Six? Six. 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 You've had, you've had five for a long time. Uh, yeah. That is also Todd on be fridges. Long. So, yes, I should, I should know that. Uh, well, how old is Todd? He'd be... He's, he's a young-looking man, and he always has that snazzy leather jacket, which sells like crazy every time he's on stage. But he'd be like 50-something, right? So he, I don't think he'll he be around be... by the time Fallout 5 comes out. Like, not he, he'll be around. He'll be alive. <laughs> he'll, he'll be retired or just at least not at Bethesda, hmm. okay. is what I meant. Heard it here first. <laughs> killing off Todd Howard. <laughs> Sorry, Todd. Uh... <laughs> uh, speaking yeah. of killing off things, uh, I would imagine... Hmm that the price tag of $340 Australian could potentially kill DualSense Edge sales. That is the price of uh, Sony's Elite uh, competitor controller, pro controller, depending on what you want to call it, with fancy back buttons and and interchangeable sticks and things. It gives you the edge. Is that why they called it this? Like, why didn't they just call it DualSense Pro? It would match the PS5. Nintendo had that. Why didn't they call it Elite? Because Xbox had that. That's how they've called it the Edge. Mm. I think. Gives you the Edge. Okay. Uh, it is very expensive. So to compare the Elite 
two proper is 250 bucks or the cheaper one is 190. Um, so they're very expensive controllers as well. What do I? 340 though is pushing it. It's getting in that scuff territory. It's half the console's cost. Uh, it's, I don't know if like, so I like pro controllers uh, and I mainly for, for shooters and kind of first person games. I think they work really well. I use the back buttons for changing my sticks, left stick and right stick on the back. I think it works well. Uh, and I do adjust the tension on the the, um, the sticks as well. Hmm. I think the DualSense has enough customizable or enough features in it already, but it doesn't really need a second controller to the same degree that Xbox did. So uh, like, it has the trigger locks as well if you only want to partially press down the triggers, but then that kind of conflicts with the hap- haptic, whatever it's called. The haptic feedback. Haptic, uh, whatever it is. So that's where you're playing a game and the, the left trigger kind of locks on you. You can only half press it down. And you need to put a lot of force in to push it down more. And I do like that in shooters. Like I kind of find that you can kind of rest your finger on the trigger and partially start pressing it and then you need to force more to, to fire uh it, when it works it works well but that totally conflicts with being able to kind of lock at three different stages like you need a game that doesn't use that functionality at all to make that worthwhile um the buttons on the back they're good but the dual sense not what was it called the dual shock 4 had an attachment which allowed you just to add them on i kind of wish they just did that instead and that's all i would need uh, but if yeah, if you if you play a lot of PlayStation, I think it's probably worthwhile. It is super expensive though. Yeah, and I'm not sure if there's like scuff alternatives or like third party ones that are like sort of the same thing, but not. I don't know. I I, I uh, it has been yeah. I don't do anything different to like this Xbox Elite. I just like the weight of it compared to the the normal controller, and I like and now like this mm. is my fancy customized one with the blue on it um, oh you design labbed it yes well i got a code from microsoft to design oh. lab one it's there's not a lot of customization options to be honest in this compared to the normal controllers which is kind of sad so like i just wanted to make the the d-pad the same blue that i have for my achievement toasts and stuff and always like pro tip go the metallic options if you can um yeah it's just it's all right. The thing that I found with this core controller, so there's the Elite 2, which is the black one, and then there's the Elite Core, which is generally the white one, but now you can design lab it yeah. and do whatever you want. Um, like, playing the likes of the chant when there's, like, controller rumble, like, something in it just vibrates really hard and makes a really high-pitched, like, constant I've done that with all my elite controllers but you can uh, turn it down it's a, though, it's a different setting it's a different okay. thing it's hard to describe like I, and i've like played the same games on the black elite not core and it's not as it's like subdued in terms of sound so i don't know there's something okay. in the the new ones that are it's like a little Could bit be. they did say that they changed some mechanics to make them more durable but then some teardowns online kind of showed that they maybe have done nothing um <laughs> i hope they have so I bought a core and I going back to my black elite two, I bought a second core because I realized I can't use that anymore because the right bumper is ruined and the back paddles, two of them don't really work. I need to keep mashing it for it to work and the things peeling again. Uh, these controllers are not durable at all. And that's been the problem since the elite one, which was even worse. So I'm kind of hoping the core is a little bit better. Um, yeah. 
it is cheaper at least. So like you can get them for cheaper than one ninety. I've got mine for one fifty. And um, if you've had three in the past, you have all the attachments and extra bits yeah. lying around your house that you well, can that's substitute in. Huge criticism of the core. I, ridiculous that they didn't put two paddles in. What does the little bits of metal cost Microsoft? Ten cents each. Like you, they've basically the thing which this adds that I think most people would use. Most people wouldn't necessarily use the trigger locks a lot. They might not change the sticks. They might not use the charger. They probably, no one uses the case. I don't know why you need that. So chuck all that stuff away. Fair enough. But the back paddles, like even if they just added two instead of the four and it was like, now you need, or even if they sold them separately, you can just buy the paddles for 10 bucks. You don't need to buy the whole $80 kit. Absolutely ridiculous decision to not include them. And I don't get it. Why they, like, if you've got to take away something, take away the USB-C cable. People probably have that already. Uh, yeah it doesn't make any sense interchangeable thumbsticks i like there's like texture on them but i wear i wear that texture off in a month and to the point where like it's raised but when i finish with these thumbsticks it's like just fully smooth and flat um and i think if you want to get them from microsoft as part of that package it's like 60 bucks or something you can go on eBay yeah, and get like just completely yeah. knock off stuff for like five bucks and get like 10 sets of, of thumbsticks. And I bought those and they're fine. So if if you want to try paddles and that kind of thing, just go on Amazon and look at some options. Check out some reviews to make sure they're a little bit legit. And hopefully it's not like dodgy reviews that are just being paid to say, yes, they're great. But like worst case scenario, mm. you're spending like 10 or 15 bucks on something that would normally cost you 60 and they're probably gonna dodgy. do the same thing. That's you my maybe advice. I still did this when I sent back my like third Elite One because it kept breaking. Uh, I sent it with the wrong D pad on there, and I just got back the one I already had, so I didn't have the proper ones to swap. And so you can go in there and start a warranty order, but do it for the accessory, not for the controller. And the accessories for this controller are the paddles and the interchangeable sticks and whatever. And at the time, it was like 20 bucks to just get those shipped to me again, like new ones of those. Now, whether they've closed that loophole or whether you can just spend 20 bucks to get the legit Microsoft ones by starting a warranty order, you just don't get the case and the charger. Uh, if that still works, do that. Do you like the satellite or the D-pad? I can't remember. Uh, until now, I've been using the D-pad, but I've just swapped to the satellite to give Satellite's it a try. better. I like the satellite. Um, mm. I was going to say something else, but I forget. Oh yeah, like I went through like four elite ones. The the grips always peeled off. On the one and the two, I've always broken the right bumper. Like every single control that I had have had, I've always just popped off. the The right bumper is just broken. Um, though weirdly, my husband has had the same elite one controller. He plays less than I do, but he plays fairly regularly. He still has it, and the peel and the grips are starting to peel now. And I have to kind of tell him. I think maybe I gave him one of mine from warranty that came, but he's had the same controller the whole time. And he's like, well, I, I just want another one of these. I'm like, well, they don't make those. They make this new one. And he's like, I don't, I don't like this. I'm like, what I if we customized it and made it purple? He's like, no, I still don't want it. I'm like, well, you're not going to have a choice soon. Please get used to it. I reckon you might you you might be able to send it in and they will send you another one back. <laughs> Worth a try. You have to pay them. Maybe I can beg Microsoft. My my marriage depends on it. Please, please give me an elite one. Dig one out. You know, they've probably got mounds of broken ones, which is everything failing on it. Uh, which brings us to are these worth the money? So I would kind of say, generally speaking, if you play a lot, and especially if you're going to use 
the back buttons and you're going to potentially use the trigger locks and only recently changed the tension. So you get a little tool that gives you kind of basically the, the top level looseness, which is the same as an Xbox One controller, a mid-tier or uh, kind of tighter, which is more like a 360 controller. And I'm going to assume that that's the dual stance edge will be similar. Um, I use the loosest one on my left stick to move around. That's what I'm used to. And I use kind of the middle one on my right stick because when you're shooting in a first-person game, I think it gives you a little bit more precision. And that's what I use the controller for. I don't use it for every game. Basically, first-person shooters and anything that I have to run a lot in, I use it for. And I think it is worth it. I just wish they were more durable. And that's why I wanted a, an Elite 3. I didn't want the core, really. I'd prefer like a, we've redesigned it again. And this one, third time's a charm. And I hope the DualSense for way more money again is going to last. Like I would expect that controller to last daily use for five years. Like it's for 340 bucks. You're not just paying for the functionality. You're paying for the durability and the quality. And that's what Microsoft has not delivered. They've delivered a great controller, but not one that's really worth it. And I know this is controversial because I've had a fairly good run with my Elite 2s as compared to the Elite 1. But I mm. think that the original Elite was far less durable than the 2. I still think there's a long way to go. Yeah. But I'm concerned that if people are spending $340 on this kind of like untested, untried accessory, I feel like the likelihood of it not going as well as people would hope is higher. So, like, I don't know, like, yes, give it a go. The good, the good thing about the Elite Controllers 1 or 2 is that Microsoft has a decent warranty on it. So any that, any that I've really broken, on the one I've did, had replaced. Well, yeah, I guess I'm also me and I, I'm prepared to beg them for an Elite 1, so I have a marriage. So maybe I got some, some special beneficial treatment. But yeah, like, uh, if, if, if you're not... If you're on the fence, maybe give it a little while and see how those reports are going. Like if people are like, oh, I've had this for two weeks and it's like the thumbstick snapped off or whatever is going to happen. Maybe wait until the mm. next iteration. That's why it's so hard to know if that's for both the Elite 2 core and the DualSense Edge is we really need to know. And we'll come back on the show and we'll tell you in probably 12 to 18 months, has it held up regular use? Does it, it's, are the grips peeling off? Does the right bumper work? the back button paddles still work uh and it's clearly a durability issue like the ones the back paddles that are broken in my elite 2 are the ones it's the left one that i use all the time constant sprinting That's just smashing that button yeah doesn't work so and like i have to really jam it like four or five times and i've been shot in the head so it's it's no can good. you set it to um, the one below because there's that two. one's fully broken oh there's two <laughs> so to a to avoid the very annoying issue of no share button still, even though it physically has a share button, uh, I've set the back two paddles that I don't use the buttons without any paddles of them. So without a paddle, it's just a circular button. It's just quite small and it's hard to reach. But I've assigned them to screenshot and video capture. And I uh, I kept... Yeah, so there they are. If, you yeah, watching the, uh, watching if you're on video, I tried to show them, but it didn't focus very well. Why you be doing that? Sorry. So you can like claw around and hit it. And that's how I realized one was broken. I'm trying to like screenshot and it's doing nothing. I'm like, oh, this, this doesn't work. But it wasn't that. It does work. It's just the button doesn't work. Um, yeah, this is the tale of Elite Controllers. I hope the DualSense Edge is better. Uh, it's outrageously expensive. The deal from EB Games that you get like 40 bucks off to trade in your DualSense is a terrible deal. Their, their deals have been pretty good recently. Like I got 400 and something dollars for my One X against the PS5. Like they used to have good trade in. For this stuff but that one seems a bit dodgy uh 
Yeah, I'll almost definitely get one because at some point I'll need to play something on PlayStation. And I think I'm going to need that extra precision. I need the edge, Steve, uh, over my competitors with my, I don't know. I don't really play multiplayer games that often on PlayStation, but I probably won't really need it for You God need to sprint and you're not going to do it by clicking oh, yeah. down the left thumbstick. That's for chumps. No, I'm not. I'm not. It's very uncomfortable. I don't know why every game has that. Uh, yeah, or at least I'll a toggle. Would a toggle yeah. on Sprint get away with your need for an Elite controller or, or an no, Edge controller? I'm so, used, I'm so used to it. And the right one as well. Like stab someone, quick melee attack is is great. I know a lot of people. So uh, Hamish, who writes for Survivor, has mentioned that he uses the four face buttons, which is the default. It's what they want you to do. The four paddles, four face buttons. So you never have to take your finger off the right control stick. So you can jump and like twist in the air at the same time and reload. That's too much for me. I can't that was even overthinking it. Fathom how that works in like with my fingers. I ca- I can't make it work in my head. It's this is like when people said there was that photo of someone using a Dual Shock and it was they had their their two fingers on the two buttons L one L two as opposed to just like I don't know what you do, but I just use index that, fingers and yeah. I move between those two buttons. There's someone being like, doesn't everyone play like this? The like double you're shooting fingers? a pretend gun, right? Like, boop, 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 and you just move. Your... Kind of. Well, yeah. But it's it's so you've got you've got like your middle finger and your index finger on L1, L2, and R1, R2, like that. So you've got them ready to go. Is that how now, you do it? Fair, that's no, that's oh, not good, what I good. do. That's weird. What some people do. I bet you someone listening to this does that because it gives you it gives you the edge. But maybe if you just had the edge controller, you wouldn't need the edge. It's great. I will. That's almost impossible on an Xbox controller. It's so uncomfortable. Dual Sense, not very comfortable either. Dual Shock, it kind of could work. It's it's like just you're too cramped in there. Yeah, that's. I'm how doing you, it. Like, my shoulders crazy. are up to my ears, and like, there's no reason why. But like, that's just how it works. I can't relax. It now. feels claustrophobic. It feels jammed <laughs> in. I don't know. It was a few months ago that came up on. It must have been Twitter or instagram or something it was a bit of like a doesn't everyone play like this type of thing no crazy no well uh if you get one let us know how you go uh we'd be keen to to hear the good and the bad if you Hmm. handle it like a weirdo with your fingers and weird what's the concortions that's not a word you're like clawing it up let us know how you use them. I mean, I use the the left stick, right stick back paddles, but there must be other ways to use it. Which I don't is use not back paddles. Just I honestly back. just like the extra weight of the Elite. It just feels, I don't know, I just like it. It's cool, yeah. It feels expensive, mm. maybe. I hope it's not just that. Um, but it could it be It does that. feel expensive when it breaks, yeah. Well, yeah, all right. Uh, are, we, are we done? A good show's a short show. We're done. All right. Yeah. I think you had a question for me. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have a question for you. I have uh, a future <laughs> episode. Maybe I'll give you thinking time for about two weeks. I need some tips on what I should be doing in Japan when I go there. So I need to I need to start booking. It's like it's coming up soon. Normally, we wouldn't chat holiday plans on this show, but it's the easiest time for me to get information out of you. And I feel like Japan is like it's the it's the spiritual home of games anyway. It's where Nintendo is. It's where PlayStation is. It's it's relevant enough that you can tell me all the good things I should be doing. Yes. Probably not Nintendo World. I have nothing in my brain, but have you have I don't think you've ever been around and I've run into Alex and yell or no. uh, known to the Internet as CVX freak from the aforementioned Code Veronica X. I 
Mm. I, I read his guides as a child when he was a child, when he wrote guides for game facts for Resident, uh, wow. for, yeah, for RE Code Veronica. Um, and he's like the nicest guy who works for limited run games. Uh, he is my friend. He is fun. He's been on this podcast. We had a Resident Evil Village show with him on it. He's great. Uh, I, I would recommend you hang out with him, go for dinner or something, but you don't know him. So maybe not, but we'll, no, I'll, I'll maybe start seeding the uh, introductions or something. We'll see how we go. This is, uh, this is why I'm giving you time to think about it. Can, the main thing I want is how do I say like this beer so I don't make a fool of myself with the correct pronunciations and the other ones as well. Asahi. It's uh, all the syllables are the same duration. Asahi. Asahi. Okay. And people, I'm sure there are Japanese people being like, what the hell is this guy saying right now? He is destroying <laughs> our language. Uh, I will give it some thought. I will give it more thought beyond uh, James May, Our Man in Japan, which I'm still watching very slowly. And it's very yeah. good. James well, I might May, just watch that again. We just got to that yeah. one where he's like a train station jingle. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll learn that. That's my tip. Watch that show. It's great. Uh, anyway, there's so much happening. I'm, we'll have time to talk about Japan. We're going to talk about games until the end of the year, yeah. uh, including the Game Awards, which were uh, a voting judge outlet yet again so we can talk about stuff when it's free to do so i'm not sure when those dates align but we'll get there we'll talk about survivors games of the year we'll talk about things like ragnarok it's exciting times uh and Heaps while we're waiting stuff. for that how do we find what you have to say on games and japan and internet and dogs and whatever else well you'll find my hopefully by now fully completed modern warfare 2 review on survivor Hopefully that was almost completed by the last episode, but I didn't think I quite made it. Uh, I might be somewhere else on the internet. I don't know. I'm Grillus on all the various gaming platforms. Who knows which social media I'm on by this point in the uh, cycle of life. It's So much is changing in the social landscape at the moment that I don't know which platform I'm on currently. Exactly. Where we find you? S right, AU. If, if something is, is toppled and something else has taken its place, I'll be trying to get that and the survivor handles on whatever new thing exists that as per last week, is not truth social because we have standards. Uh, that's it. Uh, we will see you, yeah. I think, to round out November next week. Yes, because it's still November. Uh, I don't know what time is anymore. I'm tired. There's, there's at least two more weeks of November. Uh, so we'll be back for at least. There's so much. There's, there's, there's Ragnarok. There's Pokemon something. There's some Sonic game. There's Devil in Me. There's a bunch of games. There's actually quite a lot coming out in November. It's a busy time. Tired already, but we'll see you next week. Yeah.